Hey, Seattle hockey fans. It is a sad, sad day for a lot of us who are hoop fans. The best to ever do it in a Seattle Storm uniform, Sue Bird, officially retired. We'll get into that later on the show, but it is September, which means that we will get some form of Seattle Kraken hockey, and everyone's talking prospects. We're going to talk about our prospects, uh, where you can find more information about the other NHL prospects, and then, yes, we'll get to, let's put it this way, Climate Pledge Arena was rocking for Storm Basketball and might be a great place for basketball and hockey year-round. That's what's coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Erica L. Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. Thank you, as always, for making us, uh, you know, one of your listens of the day. We're coming in a little bit later today. It's been a, it was a long evening. Unfortunately, the Seattle Storm could not get over the Las Vegas Aces and MVP Asia Wilson as they fall in game four in the WNBA semifinals, which means they are out of playoff contention, which means that it's the end of Sue Bird's career. We'll hear from her later on the show. But like I said, the good news is it is Seattle hockey season. Officially, we're going to have some preseason games. We've got our prospects that hit the ice for the showcase and... And we have a um, we have a national schedule. So again, it's it's there's been a lot of news. Some of it's not my favorite, but um, you know we're gonna get through it together. Hockey just around the corner. But let's take you over to uh, SeattleKraken.com. Home sweet national games. The Seattle Kraken get 10 nationally televised games between that being ESPN and TNT, of course. Um, And let's scroll down. We'll take a look at the full schedule. Um, It's starting on October 19th. The Seattle Kraken are on the road. uh, Or excuse me, it's the St. Louis Blues at Seattle Kraken. Um, Then we're going to get the Nashville Predators at Seattle Kraken, both of those on TNT. Then we've got a string of ESPN games. Most of our nationally televised games are on ESPN, ESPN Plus, uh, Hulu. So you've got Minnesota, Edmonton, New York Islanders, Anaheim Ducks this, on the road at San Jose Sharks. Um, we've got the, uh, the Ducks once more, the Coyotes. <laughs> and of course, the Vegas Golden Knights. So not bad. Um, not a bad mix for us as the Seattle Kraken. Um, Climate Pledge Arena. I, I always uh, go back to what Linda Cohn was saying, but people like going to Climate Pledge Arena. I alluded to this in the open, but Climate Pledge Arena, 
You should be proud. I know there were some Seattle Kraken fans and loyal Locked on Kraken listeners that were actually at game four. It was rocking. Everyone who is my contemporary on the women's basketball side of things was so impressed by how Seattle shows up and showed up for Sue Bird. And we already know that's exactly what it's like for Seattle hockey. So I'm excited. We're going to get some nationally televised games. We don't have the most televised games. Uh, we certainly don't have the least. So I think 10 is a nice compromise. It also means that we get our root sports uh, crew together. Absolutely love them. I said we're, we're still going to talk about the broadcast team waiting on a few scheduling things, but we are going to talk about the broadcast team. So that's exciting. Um, something else that I want to talk about, which will lead us into our next segment, but um, it's the um, it's the NHLPA rookie showcase. And of course, that means that we've got two of our own uh, right there in the mix. You can see that is our guy, Shane Wright. A lot of people also noticing that there's no ad. So we've been seeing um, some images for, because of the Rookie Showcase and a few other things of the new sponsor ads that are going to be on the front of the jerseys. Don't see anything for Seattle Kraken yet, but we're going to keep up with that. Um, so... This is what Maddie Beneers had to say, quote, a lot of the guys here, we didn't get a draft. So I think this stuff is fun to do because we didn't get to do it. Some of the other stuff we did take your draft photos. So we've been able to do a little fun stuff. So that's really interesting. And I didn't really think about it until I read this article earlier. But, you know, Maddie Beneers, that was a virtual draft. The Seattle Kraken did a great job of inviting media we were at the space needle which was super cool um i really enjoyed being there for the draft and we got to hear from everybody but everything we're still in the mix of covid we still are i still got you know we still have people testing but anyway that's a whole nother thing um so um we've also been seeing reports about what the Beneers has been doing in the off season and he's been at Michigan putting in work and you love it to see it you might have heard yesterday's episode was a squad cast or crossover with Locked on Kings host Eddie Garcia and we were talking of course about Maddie Beneers and Shane Wright are they going to make the jump to the NHL. Well, Maddie Beneers, and we pretty much got this as an indication at the end of last season with the exit interviews. If you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, go ahead and do that because Maddie Beneers, his full exit interview, Ronnie Francis talking after last season, and a lot of other media availabilities, exit interviews, including from the Charlotte Checkers, that's all up on our YouTube page, but uh, we heard Maddie Beneers and also I'll link it in the show notes, but we heard Maddie Beneers saying that he was probably going to go to Michigan, maybe spend some time in, in Boston in the mass in Massachusetts. That's his home. Um, and, and put in work. He wants to get his weight up. He knows that he's gotten a taste of the NHL. And he knows what it takes to play in the league. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, he talks about being with some of his Michigan guys and uh, that's pretty cool. So check out that article on the NHLPA uh, Rookie Showcase um, because our guys were uh, very well represented at that Rookie Showcase. Um, 
I want to, we're going to talk more about prospects and we're going to talk about that in the next segment. But if you read the ticker, we have our information. If you're watching on YouTube, sorry for those on audio, you won't be able to see me pointing at the ticker at the bottom of the video. But at the bottom of the video, we did update the ticker to talk about um, the contract for Kale Flurry. So Kale Flurry, he gets a one-year two-way contract, 750k AAV. Uh, we get another defenseman. He's gonna be a two-way player. Um, you know, we hear from Ronnie Francis regarding um, Kale Flurry, just talking about why they wanted to bring Kale Flurry back. Uh, Ron Francis says, and I quote, Kale took another step in his development last year, specifically with his offensive game while playing in Charlotte. We are excited that we have reached an agreement for Kale to return to the Kraken organization. So in the American Hockey League for the Charlotte Checkers, he totaled 33 points. That was seven goals, 26 assists. We talked about that again. Check out the exit interviews on the YouTube channel. But uh, we talked about Kale Flurry and the numbers that he put up in the AHL. We had a lot of our guys that were tops for the Charlotte Checkers numbers. And thus, because Charlotte had such a great season, they did really well in the AHL. Kale Flurry being one of those guys. So he played 50 games between uh, the Kraken and the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, he spent the 2019-20 season and 2021-22 season. He's got one goal in those 50 games. So um, I I think it's always great when defenders can jump up and score. I'm a little bit more focused for us regarding not necessarily stay-at-home defensemen, but defensemen that can um, – facilitate that are good at entries and exits. We had a crap time with exits and entries last season. So I'm curious to see what Kale can do for us. We'll see how much time he spends. Let me get rid of this. How much time is he actually going to spend with not the Charlotte checkers, but with the firebirds versus with the Seattle Kraken, but kill flurry, I guess is one of our hybrid hybrid prospects. He's a two way player, but coming up next on locked on Kraken, we're going to talk about some prospects and we have been seeing the likes of Maddie Beneers, Shane Wright, and of course the Fergus circus, uh, Jaeger Fergus making top, you know, lists for prospects. So we're going to break it down and what you need to know about your Seattle Kraken prospects. Right now, though, let me tell you about Built Bar. If you haven't tried the Built Bar Puffs, how are, why? How are you depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys? Let me introduce you to my new favorite, the cookie dough chunk puff. So the thing about the puffs is it's like this marshmallowy goodness within the already amazing flavored cookie dough built bar, which as you know, built bars are already covered in 100% chocolate. Oh my goodness. It is uh, someone with a sweet tooth like me. It's a dream. It's a dream of a bar, but especially because it's only 160 calories and 15 grams 
of protein. Like all Built Bars, a new cookie dough chunk puff, as I said, is one covered 100% in real chocolate. That means they are healthy and tasty. Uh, you are going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. I have some in my pantry right now and have a trip coming up. I'm saving them. I've been really working on not snacking on them while I'm home because I like having them when I'm on the road. So We'll stay up to date on that for next week. But anyway, Built Bar is the perfect protein bar, and we want to make sure you also can stock up your pantry or uh, sometimes I keep them at my desk in my desk drawers for a nice quick snack so I'm not hangry. This is what you're going to do. Head over to Built.com when you're ready to place your next order and then use promo code LOCKED15. That will get you 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com so you can get 15% off your next order of Built Bars. Happy snacking. All right, Seattle hockey fans, Seattle sports fans. Again, it's been a long day for me. I've been keeping up. The Seattle Storm had their exit interviews, so we're a little bit of a evening soiree tonight. Uh, it's locked on cracking after dark, but uh, we still got some great stuff. So uh, let's see. I'm gonna t- these blue light glasses. They give a wicked glare for those watching on YouTube, but also it, they help keep my eyes nice and fresh. All right, let's talk about the top prospects for our very own Seattle Kraken. And this is a good friend of mine, Jackie Spiegel. Uh, I love seeing that she is contributing. um, Oops, wrong article. Excuse me. This is Jackie's article. There we go. Jackie's article on top prospects for the Seattle Kraken. Always love seeing Jackie around the scrums. Got to catch up with her when the Seattle Kraken were playing in New Jersey early in uh, our inaugural season. Anyway, Follow Jackie. Make sure you're, you're watching uh, or, excuse me, reading her stuff for um, NHL.com. So here, got Maddie Beneers, top four, uh, top forward. He's a centerman for us. Um, so Jackie accurately writes, though, this is the, the question. We liked what we saw, nine goals or nine points, ten games. But Jackie writes, quote, the challenge is now for him to play an 82-game NHL season. Uh, but coach Dave Haxtell is confident that Beneers is ready. Here's the quote. He just came in last season and he looked comfortable. I would agree with that, Hack. Uh, then he says, obviously, under a fair bit of spotlight in Seattle, he came in and he played very well. He's very comfortable with who he is as a person and as a player, and that showed on the ice. He's ready to be in the NHL. So again, if you listen to our squad cast with Locked On Kings, De Los Kings, uh, either here on the Locked On Kraken show or maybe you listened over to Locked On Kings, we probably had a little bit of a different edit. So if you only listen to one, go listen to the other. Why not? Anyway, you heard us talk about that again, the language that Seattle is using is that they will have every opportunity to make the roster. But I loved what Eddie was talking about, how he felt that the Kings were spending too much uh, roster space on veterans that then wouldn't let their rookies move up into the lineup. I don't think we're going to have that problem in Seattle. I do think that Maddie Beneers and likely Shane Wright are going to make this roster. We know, of course, Matters was at the Olympics. And of course, if you want to see some of here from Maddie, 
at the Olympics, including uh, should he have been in the shootout? Uh, you know, his former coach, Olympic coach, is going to be coaching in the Pacific Division. We'll probably talk about that a little bit more. Anyway, um, go head over to YouTube. You can also listen to some of the archived Locked on Kraken episodes, of course, from January, February. Anyway, moving on. Who do you think is our number two prospect? Oh, that's right. Some guy named Shane Wright. Mr. Death Stare. I'm still pretty convinced he was giving somebody a look and maybe he denied the Montreal Canadiens uh, because maybe that's not who he was looking at. But of course we talked about the behind the draft. Um, I wanted to say expose. It's not an expose. That's extremely dramatic. It was just a behind the scenes. We talked about that. Hopefully if you watched it, if you haven't go check it out, NHL.com I think did a great job. And Shane Wright had some very interesting quotes in that uh, I guess little documentary anyway. Um, so here is what we know about Shane, Wright: Six foot, even 185. Um, again, here is the quote from Haxtell and Botterill, uh, Jason Botterill, that is assistant GM over at the Seattle Kraken. Uh, Shane Wright will be given every opportunity to open the season with the Kraken. That's the language that they're using. They're sticking to it. Um, you know, we talked about centerman depth on another episode of Locked on Kraken. Without Shane Wright, are we, are we okay? Yes. If Shane Wright can play to his potential and we have him, are we better? Also, yes. So we'll see what happens there. Next up, Riker Evans. And, you know, I talked about prospects, and I, I mentioned number four here, Furkus. And don't forget about Riker. I like it. I have conditioned you well to think about defense. Riker Evans, coming from the WHL Regina, had uh, in 63 games, he um, – he had 14 goals, 47 assist, assists, 61 points overall. Botterill on Evans, who is 5'11", 189. I think the biggest thing that jumps out with Riker's game is just his skating ability. And I like that. I think we've got speed. I think we need a little bit more skill and someone who's good on the puck can be smart with those entries and exits. Anyway, Botterill, Jason Botterill, not uh, Jen Botterill, who I often listen to for women's hockey. Anyway, I think he is a high-end NHL skater already. He's a smart defender, but his skating allows him to close things out quickly. Angles, Cutting off opportunities. I absolutely love to read it. I think he can contribute offensively, and a lot is because of his ability to get up with the rush and support the rush. Love it, love it, love it. That's Riker Evans. Yay, Furkus! All right. Now, Moose Jaw. Coming from Moose Jaw in the WHL, 66 games played, 36 goals. You love to see that. 44 assists for 80 points total. Quote, he has the confidence in his scoring ability and brings a flair for Kasargas. Uh, Energy. I love energy. Give me the energy. Uh, so he brings energy to the game. That's fun to watch, said Botterill. Uh, Just in our brief time so far interacting with him in our organization, you can certainly see that he is a driven individual to try and find a way to get to the National Hockey League. Now, that's an interesting quote because, again, check out our YouTube channel. But we've heard from Fergus 
He's in no rush. He definitely wants to make the NHL. Of course, who wouldn't? But he's not in a rush. So while he might be given every opportunity to make the squad, I'm not thinking that we're going to see Fergus this season. Ryan Winterton come number five, but I'm not going to read this whole article. You can go check it out over on NHL.com, or of course, you can check out the show notes where I will have that. We're going to close out the show. Yeah, I'm going to talk about Sue Bird because you know what? Um, <laughs> I, I thought I was at her last game. I was in Seattle. I got to cover what we believed at the time might be her last game in Seattle in the WNBA, and I was at that game. They lost to Phoenix, who eventually went on to play in the WNBA finals. Uh, so I'm going to talk about Sue Bird a little, and you're going to hear about Sue Bird a little bit, and then I'll get you ready for what you can expect coming up on Locked on Kraken. Thank you, as always, for listening to Locked on Kraken. We're almost done with our show, but I want to remind you that you can always check out Locked on NHL. They're going to have a lot of breakdowns of the national schedule, the uh, NHLPA uh, rookie showcase, even more in-depth, in-depth, if you will. Of course, we focus on Seattle and the Seattle Kraken, but if you want a little bit of an overview of what's happening in the league, Go listen to Locked on NHL, of course, after you finish this Locked on Kraken episode. We're going to keep it, um, wow, what to say about Sue Bird. She has spent her entire career in Seattle. Um, she is a legendary Seattle um, sports icon. And I had the opportunity to write about her in a outlet called The Equalizer because, of course, she is dating, is engaged, actually, to another Seattle athlete, Megan Rapino. And um, it's been really special <laughs> to watch Sue's career. I've interviewed her a number of times, like I said, interviewed her in Seattle as they made their playoff run last season. Um a special talent. My first introduction to Sue Bird was when she was playing at UConn. That 2001-02 UConn team captivated my young basketball-playing heart and really made me feel okay and comfortable with the intensity, with the, the, the I'm a recovering perfectionist. But at the time, you know, I felt seen. Uh, I felt that it was okay, right, for me to want to be not just good, but kind of great. Um, and I, I really appreciate the UConn women's team for being a good example for me and a bunch of others. Um, I saw Sue Bird grow, uh, come out openly, get, a, uh, you know, talk about her relationship with Megan Rapinoe and fight for so much more than what she was given as a player. And we're going to hear from her in a little bit on the show. And I implore you to check out the link. Uh, you'll head over to another one of my YouTube channels where you can hear her entire remarks immediately following what was her last game. The Seattle storm, unfortunately fell to the Las Vegas aces in game four of the semifinals. Seattle came out with a big lead and 
Las Vegas just chipped away and ultimately sent Sue Bird and the storm packing. So, you know, that was tough, but um, it is what it is. Um, but Sue Bird making peace with it. And that's a beautiful thing. I was a college athlete. I didn't know when my last game was. I didn't get the chance to hear the crowd roar and all of that stuff. Um, But anyway, I can go on for days. I can wax poetic for days about this. But let's let's just hear from from Sue Bird for a few minutes. I think initially... You feel sad about the season and the game. Um, or I felt sad about the season and the game. And I then think as the emotions started to come to the surface, um, you know, that's also what I know deep down and in that that was my last game. <clears throat> so um, it was a combination of those two things. Uh, but overall it just feels kind of weird, <laughs> but I also wanted to kind of have one last moment to say thank you to, uh, you know, soak it all in. Um, cause in some ways it is a happy thing, you know, I'm proud of, of everything we've accomplished here. And of course I'm sad, but there's happiness too, to be able to have a moment like that with the fans, to have them chant the way they did. Um, I know the tears don't look like happy tears, but there's a lot of happiness. I don't have second thoughts. Um, Of course, you know, my body feels good. And so that can be tricky. Am I going to miss basketball? Absolutely. There's going to be nothing like this. I don't think I'll ever be able to replicate it. I'm not even going to try. But no, I know I made the right decision. Thank you. Yeah. I just want to say thank you. Thank you to all of you guys for, you know, I'm sure I'll get another opportunity, but um, it's been a pleasure. And I just want to thank you for covering me, covering us, covering this league. I hope you continue to do that. Um, It's because of you that we're able to keep this league going. Um, I see a lot of old faces in the room, but I'll see a lot of new ones. I don't, I can't see who's on zoom, but I just want to thank you all. Um, like I said, it's been a pleasure, and I guess I'll see you soon. Thank you. And uh, it's over on Black Rosie Media that you can watch her full press conference. She also, the Seattle Storm, had exit interviews today. Some really interesting stuff. You know, I'm not a host of Locked on Women's Basketball anymore, so I'm not going to get too much into that. But you can follow me on social media if you want to know some of the other information that came from those exit interviews. Um, never my favorite player, but always respected the crap out of Sue Bird. And um, didn't make it out to Seattle this summer. But uh, I'm just really honored <laughs> that I got to watch the end of her career. And, you know, this this show, I know some of you in the comments always commenting that I'm not in Seattle. Well, you know, Seattle's expensive and I'm from New York, but jokes aside, um, 
Seattle's a special place. I've known that for a long time. I know I'm not from Seattle. I know I'm not in Seattle. But for those of you who listen to the show, you know I've had ties to Seattle for a number of years. Seattle's a special place. I respect Seattle. Um, and a lot of that comes from what Sue Bird was able to do. Um, sport from a sports perspective, uh, because it's not sports that is my initial tie to the Emerald City. Um, it's special, you know. I grew up a Ken Griffey Jr. fan. I grew up a Ken Griffey Jr. fan. You know, you get that kind of talent. It's special. It's special. And I don't know, Seattle. The rumors are NBA expansion. Actually, I haven't even checked. I've been so focused on Storm stuff. But from what I understand, there's supposed to be an announcement about expansion. Ironically, the NBA is looking to expand from reports I've seen on social media to the two cities that played last night at Climate Pledge Arena, Seattle and Las Vegas. So if that happens, I might have to petition to get me a basketball show. What do you think? You want to listen to me talk about locked on Seattle men's basketball? Why not? If I have two Seattle shows, I might really have to get out there. Some of you know this. I was that close. I'm in Tulsa. I was that close to moving to Seattle. Fate had it another way, but uh, who knows? Anyway, that is our show. Today's wellness tip of the day man, enjoy, (laughs) enjoy the emotion of a job well done. Enjoy the emotion of a job well done, whether it's laughing, crying, dancing, having your favorite meal. You have earned that. You've earned your flowers, as they say. And don't let anyone take that joy from you. You have earned the right to bask in the joy and the glory of the moment. I don't know what that is for you, but enjoy it. And enjoy it with a free heart, mind, body, and soul. You have worked so hard. You have accomplished so much. And I might not know what it is, but I want to say I'm proud of you. Because I've talked about some of my struggles, and it's hard. The world sent us a lot of stuff. So if you have something to celebrate, do it. And I'm speaking to myself too. That's what we've got. I'll catch you on the next episode. Until then, hold fast, stay true. Thank you, Sue. Let's go cracking.